Hi everyone, hola, my name is Roseli Guerrero and welcome to a new episode of Flip La Tortilla. Um, so it's barely Tuesday, you guys, and it has been a crazy week already. Um, you know, today I woke up, opened my phone, looked at a message, and this is like the worst thing. Like I saw on, on um, this article that it is so bad to wake up and look at your phone. Like you, your brain needs like at least... 10 minutes to just relax, to not think about anything else, especially with social media. There's always like so much like negative stuff, um, but I didn't listen to the advice. So I woke up, I checked my email and I received like a really hateful message. And, you know, I think it just kind of goes back to um, really putting into perspective of why I do the things that I do and why it's so important to be vocal and to share my story and um not just for me and for people to to see my perspective and to change the narrative of certain issues but i think to really elevate the voices of people who might not be ready to share theirs um so i'll be sharing some some fun messages that i have received in the past and let you know why i'm still i'm still doing me and i'm still um staying positive and moving forward and you know like they say haters are gonna hate <laughs> okay so before i read you guys a message let me give you a really beef beef <laughs> let me give you some beef y'all some carne asada <laughs> let me give you guys a little brief uh background story of like what motivated this message to to be sent so this weekend my friends and i we went downtown and we put a lot of paper butterflies in downtown boise So the reason for this was behind a project that I'm working on called the Migration Project, where we put a lot of paper butterflies um, in different cities. We start where, you know, Boise was our first city. And, you know, we have facts, we have different resources where people can get more information and also a lot of positive messages and quotes for DACA recipients. That way, when they see the butterflies, they know that they have people and, you know, the community behind them and Um, rooting them on and making sure that they know that they have the support, um, especially during this times where the Supreme Court made a decision and then Trump decided to just give us a big slap in the face and be like, hey, just kidding. Um, that's not going to happen. So um, so we put so we posted them. We put them up all around downtown Boise. We had around 300 butterflies made like this literally, you guys, was a a community project I feel like uh, I had people that mail some butterflies in um, I had people bring me some butterflies to my porch like it was just so amazing to see the big support that this project um, has had and we got news coverage so in this news coverage um, you know they put they put my face they put the information in a way to reach me that way um, you know if people wanted to get more involved So, and think, you know, thankfully it was my work email, so it's not a big deal. So I woke up and I see this message and the subject line was butterflies. And I was like, oh, I was like, that's so cool. I was like, someone wants to get involved. This is awesome. And then I open it and this is what it says. What part of being illegal don't you understand? Your parents, yes, your parents made the decision to enter illegally into the United States. Blame them. 
They put you in danger every day. Why should I support their poor decisions? A U.S. parent would have lost her children for endangering her child's life in such a manner. You are a moth. No butterflies here. And y'all, I saw that. And at this point in my life, I just laughed. I literally just saw that and I was like, oh, I was like, you think I'm a moth then, huh? <laughs> like, like why this message was sent literally at 7.13 a.m. This person woke up and they decided that the first thing they were going to do this morning was to go on and hate on someone. And I'm like, how sad of a life are they probably having? How rough of a day or morning are they having to put their anger towards someone that they know nothing about? And laughing it off would definitely not have been my response um, before. I actually, last year, um, I was in, uh, I was in a newspaper article um, here in Boise for... Um, for DACA, regarding DACA again, you know, but this was talking more about my story and my experience as a DACA recipient. And I had this person literally send me, I want to say like a four or five paragraph message and talking about, um, she's like, oh, are you that person from the article? Like, I'm tired of you guys smuggling into our country. And, um, you know, she talks about how she has, she adopted two kids and how she actually paid the government and that's something that we don't do and oh my gosh i'm i'm gonna read you guys a little bit like a paragraph at least because this was a long message that she had sent and it says i know for a fact that mexicans are not only stealing from americans and sending our money back to mexico but lie to our government about how they have nothing I know for a fact that they have as many as six families in a two-bedroom apartment and collect anywhere from three to $4,000 a month, um, which they say nothing to our government and live high off the hog. I also know for a fact that they, these Mexicans stand in line in three carts of food and hand over EBT cards. We Americans are sick of Mexicans coming into our country as freeloaders. I have stuck up to these illegals and have taken every foul words they pass those those garbage lips you know how i know all of this called being a postal carrier we know more about what is going on than most americans my suggestion for you is to return back and apply for proper papers to come in you will be more respected than those who are here to be nothing but freeloaders and that is the truth and when i saw that message when i received that message i was at work that time and i literally just stood there like i was at my desk and i just like stood there like staring at the message and I remember my coworker. she came in and I told her about it and you know she went to talk to our director you know um to talk about what had happened like the message I had received and while she was doing that I was just sitting there and I just started crying and it wasn't like tears of sadness in a sense it was more tears of um what is that English word? Desesperacion. Like feeling that like regardless of what you do, people are still going to be hateful. People are still not going to understand and they're just going to be stuck in their ways regardless of like what actually is the truth and what actually is happening. Um, and, you know, I'm like for someone to take their time and to look me up and send me a message like that, like 
that time it was just hard because I was like, wow. Um, one, I was like deep in my feels that time. But also it's just like, okay, that's why people are scared to share their story. That's why people are afraid to stand up. And I think it's important to realize that that's what they want. Like they want us to not speak up. They want us to not share our narrative, not have dialogue about what is actually happening. I mean, this person is literally saying, I know for a fact that blah, blah, blah. I know for a fact, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you don't, not because you're a postal carrier, you're whatever, um, you know, career you have. It doesn't mean that you know that person. You don't know what actually is going on in their house or, you know, like he said, I know for a fact they get thousands of dollars, um, blah, blah. And I'm here like, what do you mean you know for a fact? Like, are you opening up those envelopes? Is that how you know for a fact? Because that right there is illegal. So, uh, I don't know. I was just so overwhelmed. But I had like a little pep talk with myself. And I was like, okay, you knew that doing an article, you knew that, you know, putting yourself out there about your experience, about, um, you know, sharing your story that will get possible backlash. Like, that was something that I knew from the beginning, and I still decided to do. And I had to just be, you know, be real with myself and be like, okay, either you just stop doing this and just go back, like, under the radar, or you put all that anger, all that sadness, and you keep moving forward because, you know, either that you're going to let all of that affect you or you're just going to, you know, put all of those emotions and put it into something more positive. And that's exactly what I decided to do. Um, you know, I'm still very vocal about my story. I'm very, um, you know, I'm not afraid to to speak about my experiences. And I think because I once once you do and once you just stop giving a fuck and you're like, you know what, this is me. This is who I am. And I'm going to share my story. I'm going to share my truth. I feel like there's no going back. I feel like, yes, you do get a lot of backlash, but it's so liberating too. You also realize that there's a lot of people in the community that are very supportive. And when you really focus on that, you focus on that support. You focus on all those positive messages that you receive from, you know, people that are an ally or most of all people that are impacted that have a similar story and they're like hey thanks for speaking up about this issue when I myself am not ready for that and it's like that is just the best feeling and I think that's what I cling on to and that's what gives me the power to keep moving forward and like I had shared in a previous episode my son is the reason why I'm also so vocal because I want a better future for him and I want to speak up about the injustices and what being an immigrant is actually about because we are not freeloaders we work our ass off to be in this country we work right now it is like a hundred degrees here in idaho we have so much agriculture here we have people working out in the fields in this hot weather getting paid probably minimum wage and not getting any benefits whatsoever we're not pandemic you know what's literally who's literally putting food in our tables because they're picking out groceries they're literally um out there in like packing meat and all of that it's our immigrants they're doing the work 
So for people to be bashing on on us, being so hateful, but yet still, I'm pretty sure everybody does their groceries. Do they even think twice where they're getting that? That there probably wouldn't be groceries getting picked if it wasn't for immigrants? Maybe that will make them be more grateful. Maybe that will make them feel more compassionate. And even then, people will probably not care. Um, There's people that an immigrant can save their life and they probably would not even care and probably bash on all immigrants regardless. So I know that even though I share my story that there are people that are just stuck in their ways and will, you know, my narrative, my story or whatever I say will not change their heart at all or their minds. But I also know that there's a lot of people that are in that gray area where you can still sway them and be like, hey, this isn't even supposed to be a left or right issue. Like, this is just a human right issue. Like, this is why you should care about it. Like, look, this is me. Like, this is what I'm doing. This is who I am. And that can be like, make them sway in a way of like, oh, wow, okay. Like, I know this person. Like, this is a really great person. Like, okay, the media, our president says that they're criminals, but hell no, like, this person ain't no criminal, like, I know this person, this is my best friend, this is my, my neighbor, this is my whatever, you know, and I know that, you know, me being so vocal, um, does worry my family, because, I mean, we're in Idaho, there's a lot of white supremacists here, and, you know, it can be scary, and I understand their concern, but I also know that, I am wanting to fight for a better future and that being silent isn't going to get us anywhere. So that's why I'm vocal. And, you know, now I do receive hateful messages. I have had, you know, various experiences that weren't very great. But when I looked at the message, you know, that I received this morning, I just sat there and I just I laughed I laughed and it was just kind of a moment of realizing that people are not going to change. There's some people that won't change regardless, regardless of what happens, regardless if they have the facts right in front of their face. And that's okay. That's totally okay because there's others that maybe read what the project was about and, you know, saw the butterflies and that gave them hope that gave them a little bit more of an understanding of what the DACA program is. And I think that's what I want to focus on. That's what's important. And some of you are probably wondering, like, hey, did you message this person? Like, what happened? Um, And no, I didn't. Like, neither situation, not even from the one last year, did I message them back. I just felt like it wasn't really worth my energy. Um, These people are just set on their ways, and there was no point in me even trying to have a discussion with them. Um... I was in debate, though, because um, I follow someone. Their name is Chris Mosher on Instagram. He's a trans athlete, and he had recently posted um, a few weeks back. I was trying to find the post so I could, like, read it to you guys, but I couldn't find it anymore. But um, he posted about an interaction he had with someone that had sent him a message that was, like, so hateful. And the way he responded to us. Instead of being like, hey, F you, or not even responded, he actually responded in such a positive way. And it was pretty much like, hey, I'm really sorry that 
you're having such a bad day and that you're putting all of your anger towards me. I really hope your day gets better though. And that person was like, hey, I'm really sorry I sent that. Like, I'm just having a bad day. And he was like, hey, like, no worries. Like, hope it gets better. And then that same person sent him them, sent him another message and was like, oh, uh, like, go kill yourself, blah, blah. And instead, he went about the same way. He was very positive And he was like, hey, you're having another bad day. I'm really sorry about that. And the guy responded, oh, I'm really sorry. It's been a really rough day. And he responded back with, oh, okay. He's like, it's not going to happen again, though. He's like, I'm blocking you. Like, this conversation is done. And reading that, I was like, wow. Like, the fact that he was, he went about it in such a different way that I feel like most of us probably would have was just very, something that I very, like, very much admired. Um he also posted how important it is to, you know, block those people too, because that is also, I mean, it it does affect you in one way or the other, regardless of how, you know, used to it you might get, which I think, I don't know if anybody really does get used to the hate mail at all. But, um, you know, I did, I did think about maybe sending that person a message and being like, Hey, like, you're probably having a rough day and this is probably the reason why you're sending me this. Um, I hope your day gets better, but I didn't. I'm a little bit petty sometimes, <laughs> but um, I did do my little FBI research though um, and looked this person up on Facebook and, you know, if my uh, research is correct, this person is actually a business owner um, and I was like, mm, should I like post post their business or like go and give them a bad review but I was like you know what I'm not even 100% that this is the right person so why am I gonna go and you know bash on a business that probably has nothing to do with it at the end of the day if I had you know called the business or whatsoever called this person or emailed this person back I feel like their opinion would not have changed at all and that's okay. You know, at this point, I think that I have come to a place where I have completely, or not completely, but I have embraced who I am, that I'm a daughter of immigrants. I'm a proud daughter of immigrants, that I am a DACA recipient, and that regardless of the obstacles, regardless of the hateful stuff that some people might say, that I'm still going to move forward. I'm still going to have a positive attitude, and that I'm going to post I'm going to focus on all of the positive feedback and all of the people that surround me that literally are, you know, give me such great advice and such great support. And that's what I decide to focus on. And at the end of the day, I think that many times that's why it's so hard for people to open up about something traumatic or a hard experience that they might have had because of how nasty some people are that's why there's so many people that are afraid to be who they are because of retaliation because of hateful messages because of what people might say and you know whether it be because you're very vocal about a certain social or political issue or because you know your sexual orientation or um whatever it is 
I think that it's just important to really focus on on what you want, on who you are, on who you want to become, and surround yourself with people that are going to embrace you. That way, when there is those hateful comments, there is those hateful messages, you have your support system there for you. All right, everyone. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to go follow Flip La Tortilla on Instagram. Um, and also, I really hope this doesn't discourage anyone from speaking up. This That was definitely not the objective of this podcast. I hope that it makes you realize the importance of actually speaking up and how, um, you know, I feel like oftentimes our culture influences us not to speak up, especially, you know, if you if you are an immigrant because of that retaliation of you know that fear of deportation but staying silent is not going to get us anywhere being quiet about the issue isn't going to change anything no revolution has started with us being quiet no policy has changed because we're quiet it's important to speak up it's important to speak up for yourself for your family for your friends for your community when you see this injustice is being made, don't stay quiet. Be fearless. Speak up. And make sure you're, you know, you might think no one's hearing you, but trust me, people are listening to you. People are hearing you. And it might not be the person that you want their mind to change, but it probably is that person that needed to hear those words and needed to hear that you are there in support that they're going through something similar as you and that right now they probably are not ready to speak up yet, but they're thankful that you are. And they're thankful that someone is talking about that issue. So, you know, no que quedarnos callados and let's make our voices be heard. So hope everyone has a great week and make sure to uh, listen to my next episode. Bye. Bye.